Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. What a weird title for today's content looking for donkeys. But I promise, it's straight out of Scripture. But what does looking for donkeys have to do with God's timing? Sometimes, looking for donkeys oddly describes life. But that's not reason enough to designate a full episode to it. So what is reason enough? I'll give you a clue. It has to do with God's timing. Let's go into the backstory. To begin, we'll dive into 1 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1-27. through 27. You can read this chapter on your own, but let's briefly explore the content points. First of all, Saul was the son of Kish, a Benjaminite. He was young, handsome, taller than most others, and he stood out in a crowd. This chapter reveals that Saul still had a humble, pure heart at this earlier stage of his life. It also says that God put Saul and his servant on a donkey hunt for three days. Saul's dad's donkeys somehow wandered off, not to be found. Saul's servant was wise and had integrity. He was a good thinker who focused on his master's success rather than his own. He even offered his own money to accomplish their task of finding and giving a gift to the man of God who might help them find their donkeys. Well, it also talks about how this hunt for donkeys was ordained by God, perfectly timed to cross these two men's path with Samuel, the man of God. And while these guys were running all over the place chasing donkeys, God was speaking to Samuel with instructions of what to do when Saul and his servant showed up. Samuel knew he was to anoint Saul as king over God's people. This is what Samuel said when they finally met up together in God's timing. He said, Go up ahead of me to the high place, for today you are to eat with me, and in the morning I will send you on your way and will tell you all that is in your heart. As for the donkeys that you lost three days ago, don't worry about them. They have been found. Verses 19 and 20 of chapter 9, 1 Samuel. That gets us started. God worked out his intricate plan down to the minutes where these three men would meet. Interestingly, God used lost donkeys to connect them. Even though the donkeys had already been found and were safely kept to return to Kish, God was busy doing something else here. Donkey Hunt was for his own incredible purposes. The day before, God had told Samuel about his timing. Here's how he said it. About this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin. Anoint him ruler over my people, Israel. He will deliver them from the hand of the Philistines. I have looked 
on my people, for their cry has reached me. Verse 16. And God used donkeys to get this done. Notice God's people had been crying out to God. They were also waiting for God's timing. When Saul and his servant asked where Samuel could be found, the townspeople told them Samuel was headed to a very special celebration. So Saul and his servant headed that direction. Verse 17 says, When Samuel caught sight of Saul, the Lord said to him, This is the man I spoke to you about. He will govern my people. So, Samuel was relying on God to show him in the appointed moment who Saul is. He didn't know beforehand. Once they were identified, Samuel invited the two men to the celebration and told them the donkeys were fine. Well, at the celebration feast. Let's talk about that feast. By faith, a special portion of meat had been set aside ahead of time. Samuel had asked the cook to set it aside until he requested it. At the appointed moment, Samuel asked the cook to bring that special portion to the table. This meat was set aside for the future king, for Saul. Verse 24c says, It has been kept for you until the appointed time. God is so invested in human history and in your life. He keeps certain things until the appointed time. God's commitment is very assuring, especially in difficult times. Though you do not know the details, trust Him. He'll come through. Well, maybe you feel you aren't making a difference, or you don't have a meaningful impact. Just doing things as weird or meaningless as chasing after donkeys. I want to encourage you. If you are doing what God has put before you, remember that God's timing puts everything strange, odd, senseless, or boring into context. Since God knows everything before it happens, He threads creative intervention into circumstances. Nothing happens in your life God is not aware of before it comes to you. Some things cause His heart to ache for you because the world is broken from His original design. However, as you trust Him, He'll always step in to help, to guide, protect, and to comfort you. God creatively accomplishes His purpose, all of His purposes, despite our broken world. Because His plans are creative and surprising, they keep you wondering what He will do next. Nothing can blindside His plans. He says this, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. When you realize God has purpose and intimate interest in your life, a level of assurance springs up inside you. Someone really cares about everything that happens to you.
Well, as we consider more about God's timing and your life, I'd like to share an idea, and I want to share a challenge to you about self-eval exercise, self-evaluation. So, let's start with the idea. God has impeccable timing. There's no limit to His knowledge or power, and He loves you. Because He wants you to spend eternity with Him, He did something unthinkable. He commissioned His own Son to change His personhood. All that Jesus was and is, Almighty God, Great Creator, the Word, Son of the Father, would remain. But He would also become a human person like you and me. So, the Word changed His very personhood to become Jesus. That in itself is mind-boggling. He truly is incredible. So, the idea summarized is simply this. Since there's nothing God can't do, and since He loves you deeply, He has a wealth of protective and tender timing woven into your life because of what He did through Jesus. Do you believe God has a wealth of protective and tender timing woven into your life? Do you believe He loves you deeply? Well, that was the idea that I wanted to share with you about impeccable timing and how Jesus changed His very personhood for us. But now I want to introduce an idea that has to do with self-eval exercise, a self-evaluation exercise. I challenge you to engage in this self-eval exercise. In all your daily duties and donkey chasing, live each moment by faith in the awareness that God holds all things together for you, even when you feel you are chasing donkeys. That's straight out of Colossians 1.17. Here it is. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together, even for your life. Now, the points of your self-eval exercise. Let's talk about those. Think through what you've done so far today or this week. Here are some questions. Number one, so what is going on inside you? Next, how often have you turned to God for wisdom and guidance in your scenarios? Third, has your heart claimed and enjoyed the peace that passes understanding that Jesus promised? Philippians 4, 7. Or, where has worry or anxiety affected your heart as you work to solve problems? Number five, is your approach to your life one of serving and worshiping God, who became human in the person of Christ? Number six, do you trust God's timing? And then number seven, do you trust His love? I encourage you to jot thoughts in a journal or in your device as you ponder these questions. Your self-eval exercise requires being proactively involved and honest. Otherwise, you can't call it self-eval. We can evaluate our own lives, but Scripture makes it clear God evaluates us as well. 
Not only is there a final eval for every person when Jesus returns and sets up his kingdom, there are daily evals all along the way. Those evaluations, implementing principles of God's Word, are helpful in growing to be more like Christ. God doesn't intend evals to be the nerve-wracking final exam experiences. He simply wants you to do these things. First, call on Him. Seek Him with all your heart. Walk with Him. Ask for His wisdom and discernment. Trust Him. Obey Him. Love Him back. And rest in His abiding love for you. Those are things that God created you to do. So the question is, will you do them? That's how God evaluates you. Not your performance so much, but rather your heart toward Him. God's timing is wrapped around adopting God's principles in daily living. Since He has kept certain things until the appointed time, you can live in peace no matter what you're going through. It's all about God and you doing life together. Scriptures say that God accomplishes His purposes with His zeal. Isaiah 9-7 is an example. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. You can know God will accomplish whatever concerns you today. Here are some application questions and thoughts. Number one, have you been chasing donkeys, wondering what meaningful purpose your life has? Two, Do you believe God holds all things together for you? 3. Do you believe He has perfect, impeccable timing? Number 4. How long has it been since you've done a self-eval exercise? Number 5. Have you accepted God's timing in your life? And then number 6. Will you welcome the zeal of the Lord into your heart and let Him accomplish His good purposes. Visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God, pursue noble character, and an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more, as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.